Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of the Labor Podcast. Yes, we are back. Back in the studio, uh, we had a little bit of a break, obviously, over winter break, because we, we were both back at home. We weren't yeah. in the studio, and I think part of it was we wanted to take a little break, but also we didn't want to have like shitty audio quality. Ma- mainly, yeah. So we were like, you know what, we'll just come back. Plus, there's not going to be a lot of stuff dropping anyway. End of the year. Um, no one really dropped Yeah, anything. you know, it was like, yeah. I think the only like the only like big things I think we really missed when we were gone was like Harry Styles dropped an album. Jack but Boys. Other than that, Jack, but yeah, but, mm, yeah. We're not going to talk about Jack Boys. That was meh. It was um, meh. But but the gang back in the studio. We're back in here. We've got. We're gang, gonna be talking. Gang, gang, gang. Grammys just dropped. All that stuff. Oof. We're gonna be talking. Uh, Boston Calling lineup just dropped. I'm oh sure you have God. a lot of thoughts on that. Um, and we're gonna be talking. We're gonna be An reviewing album that we did really like. Mac Mel- Well, don't spoil it. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna shit. be reviewing Mac Miller's posthumous album, uh, Circles. Yes. So it's gonna be a fun episode. We're back in here, um, and we're looking to give you guys another fun. Funds, I guess, like semester of of, mu- of, of, of music like, talk. Yeah, exactly. All That's right, sh- maybe relevant, not relevant, but we're just yeah. doing a banter. Should we get into it? Let's do it. get going um there was obviously a lot of rough news over the weekend in these past couple days with uh, the passing of uh kobe bryant and uh, eight others including his 13 year old daughter and uh, two other kids in the crash as well in a helicopter yeah in a uh helicopter crash uh, on sunday Uh, i mean it was just shocking to hear this news (sighs) i mean i was it was astonished. The way that and the way it happened for me was I was on the tee, going home because my we we're celebrating my dad's birthday, yeah. and uh, shout out dad. Actually, I think it's gonna drop. It's gonna drop on his birthday. Nice. nice. All right. Um, happy, so happy birthday, dad. He's probably not listening. Hmm. Um, so he, I was on Twitter and all of a sudden I started seeing like little things. It was like, bro, tell me this Kobe news isn't real. Tell me, what, yeah. bro, what's going on with Kobe, bro? And I was like, what is going on? And eventually I saw someone retweet the TMZ article. And then from then on, my entire Twitter feed, and I'm like, I'm not Flooded. even exaggerating, my entire Twitter feed, like everyone I follow mm-hmm. was tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen a single event completely dominate the news in that way. Like, because, and a lot of it just has to do with the fact just the person that Kobe was and just how like, Sudden, I, this whole thing was, and it's like it. You know, the main thing everybody's talking about how like it really just came out of nowhere, and it shows you that life is not promised at all. You know? Yeah, no, seriously. Just be happy you can wake up every day. Yeah, no, I mean it was, it, it's it's a senseless tragedy. You know, it's just one of those things where like, it, it was really hard for me to put into words, how what I was feeling like. Yeah. And I was I was at home and I was just like chilling, you know, but. I was just watching and seeing all the stuff on social media and like, especially at the point when I got home, like it wasn't confirmed that like any of his family members were on it. Like people mm. originally it was like just Kobe and then like a blank for the people, yeah. which obviously is sad, but like you didn't know anything. And then someone said, Oh, all of his daughters were on there. Oh, none yeah. of his family was on there. And that then eventually scary. it came out that it was his, there was 13 year old daughter. And I was just daughter, like, right. No, uh, you know, he had an older one. It was oh. his second child, oh, I believe. Okay. But I was just like, fuck. Yeah, and I saw like I was going through Twitter and I saw a picture of them two together and I just fucking broke down, man. Mm. Like it was just so fucking sad. Just it's, it's, and like if you watch any of her, like she was a baller. 
she was going to be a great basketball yeah. player in the future and like to have such a promising life I, I really enjoyed, cut short. Yeah, that, that was that one video where um, Kobe's, I don't know, he was at like a, a late night show and he was he was explaining to yeah. people coming up to him like, oh, you need, a, you need a, uh, a son to carry on the legacy and then the daughter, Jana, would be like, no, like, I, I, I That's got me. this. That's me, I, I got, got this. this. Yeah, no, and, and, and there was a video of her doing like the Kobe yeah. step back in the game and I was mm-hmm. like, bro, that's crazy yeah that she just she she did it emulated it perfectly um and yeah i mean our thoughts are out to not only the brian family but to everyone affected in the that's strategy. been affected by this there was the local family was affected by it with the the, the cape cod league baseball coach who uh who i mean and for that like it's a father a mother and a kid passed away they left behind two kids yeah like that's just just unbelievable and you know we just you pray every pray day that them. that doesn't happen to you and your family, and it's just it's, it, it's just terrible. And well, we, you know, we felt like we couldn't not talk about it because yeah. you Especially know Kobe was such an important person. I mean, I've seen like so many people I didn't know even cared about like basketball or anything tweeting about him just because he was such an important person. Yeah. Then at the end of the day, you know, when we were kids, we hated this guy. Because yeah, of but, the Celtics. But, but, but now, was, but now, but it was that competitive hate. You know, like obviously. I never had anything truly against him, but no, yeah, I'm saying what I'm saying is like. It's just it's like Derek somebody, Jeter, you somebody know? you see, somebody you see, like, just a legend, man. Yeah, like well, it's just a legend. It's, someone it's on not... someone on ninety eight five, the sports radio, summed it up really perfectly. He was a Celtics guy. I forget his name, but he said, "As Boston fans, we Thank were you. used to Kobe Bryant breaking our hearts. We didn't think he was going to do it one more time." Yeah, and I thought that I thought that summed and it up is, pretty quickly, especially being a being a Boston fan and like having that, you know, that competitive hatred towards Kobe Bryant. You know, you this, see something like that, and you see the way the LA's grieving. Yeah. You're just like, Can't, you know, I, yeah, I, I that, wouldn't wish that on anyone. Yeah. Like, that's the most that, that that's heart wrenching. Like, I have a, I have one of my friends from school is a really diehard Lakers fan, and he's back in LA because he's at Emerson, LA, and he said the whole city would just like stop. So somber. Yeah, but rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. We're Everybody gonna move affected. on to yes. uh, to the Grammys. Which did you watch any of the Grammys this year? Not at all. I did not watch a single second like, of it. I I don't. We can talk about th- like. I don't yeah. normally watch the Grammys. I, mean, I mostly just like follow along to see who wins what. We could talk like, about like oh the other Grammys needed or whatever another day. But like we just sum it up we didn't watch it. Yeah. I don't really and care. Tyler had some f- interesting things to say about it that I was kinda like go off. Yes, King. go off. Yeah. Um yeah. And, and I mean there's been a lot of like this honestly would be an interesting episode because we could do it another time because there was a lot of shit that was coming out about how the Grammys are like really toxic and like really bad. And we could talk about that. We yeah. don't have we don't have time to get into all of it because I didn't even I wasn't able to read everything. Me we can just look at some of the stuff, uh, some of the winners. Uh, record of the year, bad guy Billie Eilish. Yeah, that's probably well, reasonable. Say, Billie Eilish fought, like she Billie swept. Eilish swept it, she and, swept and, and good for her. her and her brother. And and people were so mad at her for winning everything too, which pissed me off because you see the video. She was like, it was it was like during the thing. She's like, please don't win. Please don't be me. Please yeah. don't be. And it was her. You know, obviously she's gonna be happy, but like she faced so much backlash just for fucking winning. It's like well, and then she you, didn't yeah. choose. Like she obviously she probably wanted to win because like you know that's a good thing to win, but like you can't take away from her accomplishment mm. just because like someone you stand and win you know it's it's just rude and like take away take away how old she is take away like the person that she is like she makes good music people are yeah. just saying oh maybe she, she won album of the year too yeah. i mean that was a good album it was in my end of the year list i don't know if it was in yours or not but no i think it won song of the year too i mean like it was one of the most important songs of this year you know like it was everywhere I mean, you, Billie yeah. eilish like was one of the top artists of this and she won best new artist as well which makes complete sense i mean you could have given it to a bunch of other people here. I think. Um, Did Lil Nas X get anything? 
Yeah, he won a couple things. Oh, okay. Lil Nas X could have easily won that. Lizzo could have definitely won that. Maggie Rogers, I know a lot of people like. Rosalia, I definitely think, could have won that as well. Um, oh, he won, he won Best Pop Duo. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, which deserved. I mean, I'm glad that he ended up taking something home. That's Wait, all who the won uh, R&B? Uh, I don't know. It's like blank. Are, you, are we looking at the same thing? Uh, you might just be looking at the nominees. I'm looking at who oh, won what. And yeah. obviously, shout out Igor, winning Best Rap Album. Yes. I mean, I'm happy that Tyler finally, day, got, finally like, got his Grammy that he really wanted, you know. I, Even though Igor, not really a rap album, but hey. Again, Tyler said it the best. Yeah, yeah, if you want to know about that, just look it up. Tyler he, posts a Grammy interview. He, Yeah, he, he, had, he had a really good thing to say about like the whole like the rap category and how often like uh, how black male artists aren't given the pop. You see, they they kind of just throw uh, they kind of throw yeah. in a rap or urban just to kind of do be you see like, what Virgil, look what you did. You see know? what Virgil Abloh said? No, he was I didn't. like he was like yeah I totally get that some people call myself streetwear, it's like yeah you know like oh like a black artist is rap music or a black uh, fashion designer is streetwear yeah that's not true and it's and it's also because I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that Tyler was such like a predominantly rap person like rapper and like most of his yeah art, I was to say articles but most of his music is rap but this was not a rap album it was very much a pop album and and it was, at it was the a end mixture of, the day, of rap and everything you know at the end of the day like I. Obviously, he, he deserved that Grammy for Flower Boy, but he didn't get that. As a fan, back to the On Future Days, and I, I know everybody knows this by now, if you listen to the podcast or you know me, this is a big moment for, yeah. for Tyler fans. and He's earned everybody. it, man. For he real really Tyler has fans. earned it. He earned it. He's been Jasper on stage with his fucking switch, bro. Like, like, like you had, first of all, like everybody, everybody brings it up how like he tweeted like oh, I'm gonna go with my mom whatever I never even seen his mom before so that was cool yeah um and then, and then it, I I love when the the camera first switched it's just Jasper with like the switch and then because Tyler said like, oh man this man right here I'm like who was he talking about it was Jasper right next to him I was like oh my god well yeah but like Jasper's been with him like through since everything the like since he's the still with him now yeah, like, I know. you know and then let's look at some other ones like the best rap performance went to uh, the Nipsey Hustle song which I that makes sense I'm, I mean I would Roddy Rich. Yeah, with Roddy Rich. Uh, yeah, Rax in the Paint. I didn't know that. I didn't know that song. I would have been happy if Suge won, but you know, yeah. I understand. You know, it's, no. it's Nipsey Hussle, and he also took home the best rap uh, song performance as well. Um, but then, best rap song though, there were some good ones on there. Like you had Bad Idea with Chance and Corday, love mm. them. Rax the Middle was on there. Suge was on there. Um, but but a lot took it home. A great song. Yes. Twenty One Savage, J Cole. J Cole's I love first that. Grammy too. I love that song so much. And like I always forget how great of a song that is. I always say it sounds. It sounds like the opening credits to a movie. Like Facts. it's just like the vibe of the beat is so great. Twenty One's flow is fantastic. J Cole's verse, even though there's some there's some kind of problematic bars in there, it's still a pretty good verse. So overall, what was the thing you sent me? How uh. J. Cole has been like platinum, no features, but won his first Grammy off a feature. Yeah. Or being a feature. Yeah. Um, and then, what is it? Uh, Anderson Pack won a bunch of stuff too, yeah, which was very deserving. Um, and other than that, like, we really didn't. I mean, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, I mean, that makes sense. Vampire Old Weekend, Old Rock. Oh, yeah. Vampire Weekend won for that. Good to see, good for them. Uh, other than that, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to a lot of uh, the rest of it. Oh, what is it? Um, Best uh, Latin album went to Rosalia, which I was very happy about. I think Fantano liked that one. No, it's a good album, man. It's a really good album. Uh, I, I'm interested in that because I, th- I thought it came out in 2018, so uh, I'm not really sure why. Old I guess Town it was Road. 2019. Huh. But, Old Town uh, Road won Best Music Video. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was a good video. Do you ever see it? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, but other than that, I mean, Grammy Reactions, 
I mean, Social Cues by Cage the Elephant winning Best Rock Album is kind of meh. I mean, I guess out of the ones in there, that's probably who I would have given it to, but that album was not that good, hmm. in my opinion, personally. Um, At the end of the day, sum it up, Billie Eilish swept. Did Lisa yeah, win anything? Yeah, she won, she won, she, she won for Truth Hurts. Truth and Hurts, for, for Jerome as well. Hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm just happy Tyler won a uh, Grammy. Of course, it's not really big like in the sense of like how like what type of artist he is but he really wanted that and it meant a lot to him so that's great for our, our king yeah no i mean that's know? our reaction i mean the grammys are everyone knows that the grammys are kind of a farce anyway at this point exactly uh especially with all the stuff that's been coming out so we're just happy that you know if people that we like are going to get nominated for it and people are going to get recognized i'm glad that they actually end up winning it you know yeah because even if you don't really value the grammys it's still nice to win you know all right Moving on. Well, talking about stuff we didn't like. Boston Calling dropped their lineup. So we already Bruh. knew that the Foo Fighters and the Red Hot Chili Peppers were going already to be Already on a bad start. Already on. For you. That's an okay. For a lot of Foo, people. Foo Fighters are a fantastic live band. Okay. I've never seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're yeah. pretty good. Then uh, it was rumored that Rage Against the Machine was going to be the third one, which I was like, all right, maybe they're going just like old. They're going like 90s. I'm old. Not, not old. I guess the 90s were 30 yeah, years yeah. ago now. At this point, that's kind of crazy. Um, they're going for like a, they're, they're, they were very much like looking for a demographic with that because last year they really alienated like the core of, that, of people that okay. wrote a Boston okay. Calling so you're looking okay. for those like mo- basically like millennial okay. millennial dudes okay. so I, that's what I, they I, went I, for and plus okay. Rage Against the Machine make fucking awesome music so I would have I would have gone to see them for me the biggest beef that I have is the undercard is just very just mad garbage I know like four people it's not even that. Like I know, like there, there. I know uh, four people or, or so on here that are they're good. Like so, like it's that. But I just feel like they just like they they really went all they out on those it. headliners. They, they, they really it. did. And I and people I knew that were super excited. Like people that this like festival has been tailored to mm. were kind of like eh. meh. You know they they and the see way, some of the yeah. people that are going. Like you look at the Govball lineup. The Govball lineup's got is like, fantastic. We, we, we need a go, we need like a Rolling Loud. Not even a Rolling Loud. We need a Govball at least. At least I think Govball does like, the best. Jason Isbell on Friday. You would not like him. I like him though. He's he's pretty cool. I, you get no name, yeah. obviously. No, no name. name I, I, like. I would love to see. But. I've heard Sharon Von Etten is pretty good, but I don't know anything man, about her. Other than that, Ian Dior, man. Get the, I, don't, I don't listen to Ian Dior. Uh, Run the Jewels is good. I saw them there, and yeah. going from Run the Jewels to Rage Against the Machine is going to be pretty sick, Ooh, especially I because uh, I wonder if they'll get um, I wonder if they'll get Zach uh, De La Rocha to come on for uh, um. Close your eyes and count the yeah. fuck, which is well, here, a great. Hey, run the jewels. Here's my song. beef. Here's my beef. Right? How do you go from Travis Scott last year to going back to Tyler the year before that to this? And I get it. They want to go back to the demographic. Let me tell you what you do. You you're, for your demographic that you want to keep. You give them two days. Let them have that. Give the rapper like Tyler well, Travis. Give that, them one that's day. That's what they used to do. Is they would they would put all like the hip and trendy ones on Friday. Yeah. Because you, you, there's less, and then you you fill up the rest of them with the other days. But the the thing is, for me, is what I'd always liked about Boston Calling is there was there was always a healthy balance of everything. There's like, no balance. This is like, all, all rock this, or rock. This is and like not even last year. Last year, I didn't think like in hindsight wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. But like there were still some good names there. This one I just feel is barren. Like on the Saturday after Run the Jewels, I don't really know anyone on that list until Orville Peck, who I've only just heard of, never actually listened to any songs by. I mean, there are some good um. There's some good local artists on here, like um, what's his name? Cliff, Cliff Notes. He's I haven't listened to any of his stuff, but I know of him. He's like a local Boston rapper, like mm. th- makes like really interesting, like thoughtful stuff. I mean, the 1975 and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, basi- Jack Harlow. Eh. Basically, what it is is like you have the top build, you have the, the you have the headliners, and then the top build 
of the undercard, and then after that, it's just meh. Garbage. And it's, Garbage. And I'm it, not gonna it go. doesn't seem like there's a lot of variety. Like the year, and I, and I stand by this. I think the year that that we both went together, the best, was probably the ever. best year because if that they've had, well, I mean, you can't go back to like, dude, in like 2012. Do you know who their headliners were? Ooh. Lord Kendrick Lamar and Vampire Weekend. Oof. So, but that but, but that, but that, that was good. before Lord and Kendrick blew up. So okay, like. Okay. So, like, the, if you look back at some of their old lineups, you're like, holy crap, they actually had those guys. But, like, that's what Boston Calling used to be. It used to be you'd get, like, the un, the up-and-coming acts, you know? Man, um, this is supposed to brighten up my day. It just made it worse. But for this, I just feel like there's just not enough diversity in the lineup. At all. It's so – it's alienating a lot of new fans. Like, I was a new fan since 2017. Yeah. Real question, are you going to go? No, probably not. No, I'm definitely not I going. mean, my dad is going to go definitely on Friday because he loves – um the Foo Fighters and Jason Isbell. Um, if I can get a cheap, cheap ticket mm, for like Saturday, yeah. I might one. consider going just for the night because I would love to see Rage Against the Machine live because they're friggin' awesome. Mm. Um, and as well as I would like to see Run the Jewels again because I saw them once and they were great. <sighs> I want to see. But like them, but Sunday, garbage. I mean, I'm not a big garbage. Red Hot Chili Peppers guy, so I'm not. I, that nah. doesn't really speak to me. I mean, Foo Fighters are great. I've seen them twice. I don't really feel like I need to see them again because they haven't really come out with anything since I've seen them, and I've already seen all their hits. I mean, like, love the Foo Fighters. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I don't yeah. know, man. They bricked it. I think they completely bricked it. This yeah, year. and I, and the comments. Wait, where, I want to read some of the comments, but you keep going. But like, you look at you look at what the fucking like Coachella lineup was, and it was so good. And, and, and Coachella shits on everything. But it had well, yeah, of course. But like, if you look at like from there, Coachella generally gives you a good idea of who you're gonna get. Well, yeah, but like and. I'm really considering just to go. The big thing on about that is they have diversity in their music. Like oh, obviously yeah. your headliners, like there was it's Frank Ocean, Rage Against the Machine, and Travis, right? Uh, I think so. I believe so, uh, so. So like that's a good example of appealing to like multiple different groups because you have, um, you have Frank Ocean, which is more for the younger crowd. Travis Scott more for the younger crowd, and then uh, Rage Against the Machine that appeals to more like the middle aged crowd. You know, like the the people that are from their like late twenties, yeah. early forties, that age range. You know. Can, can I read you some of these uh, these comments on the Instagram post? Sure. Is this the full lineup, or will there be another extension? No. <laughs> Yikes, boo. Great headliners and 92% filler shit. <laughs> That's really what it is in the end, you know? Let all me right. see what else is there. Um, oh, wait, the last one. This is bad. It's going to be all 30-plus white dudes. Facts. Wh- which is the other thing. Facts. It's like, and I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. I'm just frustrated. I thought that they could have come up with a better lineup. So but hey, our, hey, but look at, look at it on the bright side, though. We're going to save some money this year. Look at the bright side. We got, we got, we're, we're gonna go to the Pantheon show, and Mavi's coming too now. Yeah, that's that, fu- that's, that's gonna, lit. That's gonna so be lit. Great. That's gonna that be is, awesome. I, I bugged out when I saw. It. I was like, "Let's go!" Especially because you Mavi. don't like Mavi. Man, I like Mavi. <laughs> You've turned around on him. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let, we're gonna move on now. Let me do this transition. Okay. Go ahead. I think we're talking about the right topic. We're gonna move on to I think an album that came out that we do want to talk about. Um. That kind of, I think, affected both of us in a it certain way. came out like way. two weeks ago, so yeah. it's not super far out. I'm saying like it came out during this uh, break that we had. Yeah. That we, like, we want to talk about. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely want to talk about Um Because there's a lot of albums that come out in February, but that's a separate thing. Um, but, but it's also not February yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you going to do the transition yet or what? That's transition. So we, we're going to talk about uh, Circles by Mac Miller. We also already said in the intro which album we were talking about, so it wasn't really a surprise. Yeah. Anyway. I mean. Yes. Yeah, so I, I did the transition. Do you want to start talking first? <laughs> Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. So, again, like I said in the beginning, I think it's an album that really affected both of us in our own ways. Yeah. Um, it's, I I think it's the best 
posthumous 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 album I've yeah. ever listened to. So for those who don't know, it, this is the first posthumous album from Mac Miller. Um yes. very influential rapper who went from like being a frat party boy rapper to yep. being like a jazz funk R&B. rapper and like you know, he's just one of those people that was just like really for the culture and everyone loved him and, and tragically soul. lost him yeah. uh, in 2018. Um, due to a drug overdose and was just heartbreaking. I remember seeing that news that day. I was I was just going through my Twitter and it was the same reaction with Kobe in the sense where I was like, what? No, yeah. that's not possible. How could he be dead, you know? Him. And, uh, I mean, this album, man, this album is sad. It is really it's, sad. And it's sad, but it's also kind of very eerie, very scary. Oh, very the much. Stuff, the stuff he talks about. He knew, he knew that that was coming, man. He really did. I think a line that we really uh, not resonate with, but we really it hit us was like, "So tired of being tired." Yeah, or Man. I'm too young to be this tired, and you know he especially. On, I mean, "Good News" is the first single they released. I mean, it was such a powerful song. I mean, yeah. Fantano cried me reviewed it. I was very taken aback by it, uh, and I think uh, yeah. the. I mean, you get a shout out to I, what's the guy John Bryan? I think is is the producer's name. The guy who produced all these songs, who basically finished the album. He did a fantastic, fantastic job finishing this album out. The production on this album is so much better it's than really the production good. on Swimming. I definitely need to go back to Swimming and like give it a chance, mm. give it another chance. Because I remember I didn't like it because it just kind of felt like it just didn't feel like there was enough there for me. Yeah. And I'm sad that that was like I'm glad that this came out because I didn't want me disliking Swimming to be the last like taste of Mac Miller I had. Yeah. Uh, and this, it's th- just so sad, man. It, it really is. hit, and, and like, and it also talks about like, like, I mean, I'll say like things that we always think about, you know, like about just he obviously was very depressed, and then you know just trying to figure out like your place in the world. Like he talks about like death and stuff and living. Yeah, and it's, I mean it's it's scary. Listening it's kind of scary. to the lead single "Good News," hearing the lyrics, being like. How did he possibly write this before he died? Because it sounds like a song that someone would have written from the grave. Like he's talking so frankly about his life and how, you know, his life is fragile and it could be gone at any second. And how he, it was almost like this whole album seems like it was like a premonition. Like he really knew that it was coming, which is, Mm. I think, makes it so much more heartbreaking. But at the same time, another thing that definitely like really tugs at your heartstrings is the production that I talked about. I mean, it's very stripped back. It's exactly based on a lot of like synths, some samples in there. Um, but a lot of it's very like stripped back guitar stuff. And like the, the, the music on, uh, the, the music on good news, phenomenal. Just like the plucking guitar with the the little bit of drum, the very calm drum line. Mm -hmm. Um, basically the whole first half of this album was, was great for me from like, Circles to everybody, I love it. I love it. Circles, to, okay. the, the opening song, great, complicated, great. Blue world, I love, I love the, the beginning. Beat on blue the beginning. world, the, it's a blue like the beginning. The sample yeah. that they use, I really enjoyed that. The, the the beat on complicated took me a little bit to warm up to, but now I've warmed up to it and I really enjoy it. But the blue world, the, I just love the the, the like the na 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 that like that yeah. beat to have on it. It reminds me of another song that was in. I want to say it was in a FIFA. He might have sampled it, but um, yeah. The one that's like ah, da, 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 or something like that. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Yeah, know. actually, so now that um, I'm thinking about it, it's not. So you're definitely saying, different sampling. You're the beginning. The beginning half of this album really stuck with me. Um, I think it also ends on a high note. I really liked one, uh, once a day. And I the think, song everybody yeah. also I didn't realize was a cover. 
I was really? on an original song. Yeah, I forget who it's by. Um, I was reading. A, I was reading. A, there's a great. Everybody was like, I think was the most emotional song, at least for me. Yeah, it was a cover. It's a cover of something else of someone. I forget who it is, but I was reading this a uh, review of it by the Ringer, um, which I'll send you the link to because yeah. it's and and people people listening at home like go to the Ringer and look up their Circles review. It is incredible. Like the whoever wrote this, like I don't remember their name, but shout out to you. It was a friggin' fantastic. But keep going. I mean. But my favorite song, I do want to say, was That's On Me. I really, really enjoy the chorus. I'm like, I really enjoy the chorus oh, of yeah, the yeah. song. That's on me. And also, like, in the back of my mind, I have, like, I have a TikTok idea, side note, where, like, you're, you're pulling up with your boys playing basketball and you, make the, and you miss, and then you say, that's on me. Anyway. We're going to make a uh, seem sketchy TikTok. I'm, I'm actually kind of bodying the TikTok game right now. You're I will say it. that. Hey, I just gave you a free idea. We'll talk about it later. Beautiful. Um, we'll, we'll we'll do the paperwork to determine who's yeah, supposed to. Right. Uh, no, but that 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 song was, um, I really enjoyed it. And like like I was like I was saying, a lot of stuff you can relate to, especially now. It's like, I don't know. You know, it's like it's a uh, January. It kind of sucks. It's been it's been a shitty time. It it is a very like seasonal winter. It's cold out. Yeah. You're sad type album to listen to, oh, yeah. especially with the subject matter and with the very stripped back production. Listen to it like when you're like laying in bed. It fucks you up. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to say about this album. I, 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 oh, we should. Yeah, I'm just saying we're not gonna give it a rating because it's a unless you want. Oh, I was gonna rate it. I was gonna give it a rating. Um, we can rate it because I was gonna say. We talked in the past about posthumous albums on the show and how we aren't big fans of them, um, specifically because of the stuff that had been do- been done yes. with X X X Tentacion, how they had been sort of like basically just like taking like unfinished scraps and just like sort of even milking Peep's them last out. album was like that too. That wasn't good. Yeah, I, I didn't even listen to it. Wait, I I generally try not to listen to posthumous albums. It was only because I had I had heard about this. And the way that they describe it is how it was basically already done and it was finished by yeah. the producer that he had been working with. So I was a little and I was a little kind of hesitant. I was kind of like, okay, you know, we'll see. Um, and then when I listened first, listened to Good News, I was like, all right, crap, no, I definitely need to listen to this. Yeah, yeah. And for as far as a posthumous album goes, good stuff. I hope that they don't like release more of his stuff though. I hope like this is it. This is peak. Like this. I is- think I also think it's also a fitting way. To cap off his discography. It's a, it's a send-off. It's a great album. It's an album being him very frank about his life and how he's, how, at the time, saying how he's probably going to die soon and then obviously him actually passing. And at least for me, it also, it, like I said before, it leaves a good taste, you know? Like, you have a good album, the album that you really enjoy being his last, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I, it's it's yeah, making me want to yeah. go back and listen to the rest of his discography because I haven't done that in a yeah, long time. Yeah, me, me neither. I remember I really liked Good AM. That was a good mm, album. I, I love good. I love that. Uh, the song ROF that was one of my favorite songs um, no but I think this is a great way to I don't want to say cap it off but like it's a great way to respectfully end, end his discography yeah discography. and I'm hoping that they don't I'm hoping that they don't like milk him you know I mean I don't I, it I don't seems like will. the way that his estate has handled this whole thing seems very different from very the way res- that very respectable very different from the way that like other people have handled yeah. theirs like and so far with like Juice World and stuff like that I mean I know that they said they were probably going to release more stuff from him but I know that it came out today he has like 2,000 songs yeah the dude had like a friggin like bank load of them yeah. so I mean we'll see what comes out with that um because he, he was working on an album at the time yeah. so maybe that will end up getting released I hope they don't just like just throw some shit in there and-, and and the big thing for me is is I know that he had already featured on a couple songs him Juice World and Mac Miller but I hope they don't do what they're doing with X now where they're just like 
throwing verses that he had done for other songs out being like oh yeah here you want a verse you want a verse you want a verse from x you want a verse from x like we don't do that because like you just don't want to mix them you don't want to put them with people that you know they might not have they might not want to collaborate with and stuff like that you know like exactly yeah but yeah so we can go on rate this we obviously we both very much liked it i was gonna say it's between a it's probably like an eight for me at the moment i I would give it like a a nine a light nine really yeah yeah, I think I I, re- I really felt something with this album. I did I really too, you know, it. and 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 that's why I, we listen I to music. Felt, I haven't, yeah, but I haven't felt something in a while, like with music at least. Yeah, at least I was new, gonna, I was new gonna music. say, damn, do you want to talk? New, new music, new music. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. You know, I, yeah. I can't I can't listen to Frank Ocean all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? So like, so, unlike some people. <laughs> Actually, dude, I mean, we'll get to Last FM in a second. Oh my but, god, I totally forgot we have segments. Yeah, we're, we're just gonna <clears> do Last <throat> FM today. Um, really, I but I have something to recommend. Unless you want to save it, we'll we'll do that another time. All right, all right. Um, so, Last I mean, yeah. Time. So, are, are we ready to move on to that? Yeah. Again, all right. Yeah. Rest so in we'll peace, c- Mac Miller. Yes, of course. Rest oh, in peace, I Mac have to Miller. Log in. <laughs> I haven't been on this in a while. Hopefully, it, it saved my uh, thing. You, you go first, though. Okay. Um. Oh Jesus. Did Did it save it? Uh yeah. Wow. Oh, wait. Oh wait. <laughs> You're gonna be like, what the hell? We should do the last thirty days because we haven't been last on in 30, a month. Yeah. Okay. Good because it's kind of messed up. All right. Um, wow. I'm just getting everything set up real quick. Really? Last 30 days. All right. You start, Kyle. Number six, Mac Miller. Nice, nice. Um, number five, Tame Impala. Number four, Brock Hampton. I was listening to, um, I listened to Saturation Two again the other day. Bro, I've been really dummying. I've been dummying, uh, dummying Sam Marcos heavy. Th- great song. Oof. Third, Carol Carol Bonito. Been listening to a lot of Time and Place. Yeah. Um, which I think will come up later, and then number two and number one, pretty much in tandem here. Wise Blood and Beach House. Beach House. No with Frank. Beach House, dude. I haven't listened to Frank, and uh, I've only listened to nineteen songs by Frank the last couple wow. of days. I've been because my bag music has kind of switched to Wise Blood and Beach House. Uh, you know, you want to know? So Wise Blood, I listened to seventy five times in the last three days. Nice. I listened to Beach House a hundred and ninety seven times in that same time frame. Oof. Dude, I went I went like a deep dive through their discography. Fucking fantastic. Sounds good. All right, you keep going. Uh, number six, it's kind of random. Dominic Fike. I've been dumb in um, don't forget about me demos. You know, Tree Nights. No, not even Tree Nights. Honestly, Trey hot Nights. take: West Coast Collective is the best song on that album or EP. It's an EP. Um, anyway, Frank Ocean, number five, obviously. Number four, Mac Miller. Yeah, he's there. I've been listening. I've really been listening to Circles a lot. Number three, Drake. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, number two, kind of surprising. Cups of the Rose. Uh, Tame Impala. I've listened to his album's coming out soon. Yeah, something coming. Fe- February com- is comes a lot, out in like two weeks. And then number one, this guy you don't even know, 808 Louis. Okay. Very, very, very small artist. Is that, is that the guy who sings like me, me, me? No. <laughs> sings like he raps like Beaker. <laughs> no, not that guy. Um, you, you'll know you'll know this guy later when I wreck it to you one day. Okay, okay. I'm gonna start off with albums. What? What? Oh, wait, oh, no, that's seven days, thirty days. Okay, okay, thirty days. What? All right. Uh, number six, big Scorpion en- energy. Square- <laughs> I don't know why. I think I just put it. I'm upset like fifty times. <laughs> that's why. It's a good song. Uh, number five. Actually, no, like another record I want to do for you, but we'll get to that. The plugs I met by Benny the Butcher. Oh, I know that album. Have you listened to it? Yeah. Bro, it's fucking so my, good, uh, bro. My my roommate Nolan loves ju- Benny the Butcher. I, I just got hip to it. Oh my god, this He's album good. is you so good. You should listen to Seda Baby too. I feel like so you'd like good. him. Um, number four, don't forget, don't forget about me demos, of course. Number three, Currents by Tame Impala. Good album. 
Uh, number two, Circles. Again, listening to that a lot. And number one, again, you don't know him, My Beautiful Death 2 by 808 Louis. I don't know. I just I like this guy. But my, uh, my number six, yes. funny enough, is Seven by Beach House. Good album. Oh. Uh, I was in my top ten last year. Uh, or two years ago, actually. Mm. Uh, number five, Ginger, Barockhampton. Ginger. Um, number four, actually, I, I said I've been bumping time and place, but apparently I've been bumping Bonito Generation more because that's go. my number four. Um, number Bonito. three, Depression Cherry by Beach House, their second best album. What a name. Um, number two, uh, my top two albums, dare I say, might both be tens for me now. Number okay. two, Titanic Rising by Wise Blood. Uh, one of the best dream pop albums I've ever listened to. I, and then I see that, I see that. Number one, possibly the best dream pop album I've ever listened to, Bloom by Beach House with 99 scrolls. I see that, I see that. Fucking fantastic tracks. album, bro. Fucking <laughs> fantastic. All right, tracks are pretty much so. 30 days, um, though. Yeah, I know. 30 days. So, number six, Sugar, Brockhampton, of course. Best song off that album. I, lo- I love how it's like TikTok famous now. Or yeah. not, I mean, it's kind of past, but it was. Uh, number five, Other People by Beach House off of Bloom. Mm. Fantastic song. Oh. Um, number four, Space Song. That's the song by them that you oh, like. I love Space Song. Fantastic off Depression Cherry. Um, if you like that, you should listen to Bloom. I think I didn't you wreck me that. I'm pretty sure you did, but you should listen to it more because yeah, it's really I, good. I gotta listen to it more. Uh, number three, Lazuli from Beach House. Um, Lazuli, what a name. I know, right? Number two, Andromeda by Wise Blood, which, yes. dare I say, also might have been 2019 song of the year. For you. For me. Yeah. But also in Don't general. Don't say it. Relax. But also in general. Relax. And then number one, of course, is the opener from Bloom, which is my favorite Beach House song, Myth, because it's just this just epic, just bombastic mm. synth and guitar thing. And my favorite part about it is I've been listening to actually a live version of it on YouTube, and there are a lot of artists that like do stuff like them, but they don't trans- transfer over well to being live. And Beach House is fantastic live from what I've heard. Like the singer, yeah. the singer's voice is just, oh, but just Myth is just such a fucking great song. Really? I can't go on. I can't go on about it enough. But yes, that was my number one. <sighs> I got to get more hip to them. You should, bro. It's, good, it's really good in my bag music. It is. What it's if just, I'm not in my bag, but I'm just like, I, it's like, just like life spacey, is just hard music. It's like spacey dream pop, man. You just sit down. It's like it, the, you put on Bloom. It like hugs you. It's like a nice mm. blanket sitting by the fireside mm. and just kind of staring off at the stars and you're nice. like in a cabin in like North Dakota or something. Oof. Nice little snow on the Oof. ground, you know? I love it. I like that imagery. It's like a, it's like a fucking stuffed moose over the, over the fireplace, you know? You definitely didn't kill that. You bought that from Ikea. And you're just listening to, you're just listening to myth. Nice. You know? Keep going. I love. I like that was good imagery. All right, Thank you. Um, okay, I'm pretty much. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, number six, the Subway song by the Lacey. Have you heard this song? No. It's really nice. It's Subway, Subway Surfer. This, no Subway song. Uh, I'll put. I'll, hit, I'll put you on later. Um, number five, underrated song, underrated album, Streetcar, by Daniel Caesar. Unreal. Is that from his new album? No, no. It's like, it's like, from his debut. Oh, yeah. So I might know that one then. The uh, Pilgrim's Paradise, that album. Um, number th- four, 5 to 50, featuring India by Benny the Butcher. The first song I heard from him, and I fell in love instantly. Such a good song. Uh, number three, Reboot by 808 Louis. Again, I'll put you on later. I'm not even going to talk about him, but he's very, like, I don't want to say he's underground, but like he has like literally like 10,000 listens on his most popular song. So, like, he's pretty low-key. Sounds like you hit the uh, Yeah, right. Uh, number two, West Coast Collective. Dominic Fike. I love that song. And it, like, you know why? Because it makes me feel like 
can we just like can we start a new Brockhampton like in Boston or like in can we just do that, Kyle? Can bro, we go? You, bro, you cannot make a Brockhampton in Boston. <laughs> I know, right? It'd just be like I was just underground like, venues are gone, bro. Ugh, Middle East got sold for, or is gonna be selling for forty million. That's not Middle East is an underground venue though. Oh yeah. Oh, talking about like that house well, that we went it's to. Like actually underground, underground. But oh, yeah, but, yeah, no. And then number one, I think an artist you told me to listen to, "Drunk" by Dijon. Yeah, you, you know Dijon. I'm gonna think about something. Oh, I think about Toro and Moi. But this yeah. is a really good song. Dijon is a really good R&B artist. It's a good I'll like. To, I'll have to check it out then. It's good like when you're with your girl. Put that right, on. Yeah, so that's what we've all been listening to. You know, obviously, uh, if if you're interested in any of the stuff that we just ranted about, definitely check it out. Leave us a review. Yeah, yeah. Or that, that's another thing is I want to say is we want feedback. Please. You know, if please clap. Like if you're actually because we have a bunch of segments that we do, but we have never really gotten any feedback on those segments. Like, At all. If, you, if you don't like the segments, like let us know if you have all a different heard, idea. All I've heard is like I like your guys' voices, like thanks, but like it's a good start. What, what do you not like? It's a really good start. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So no, d- definitely like reach out to us. Like you probably know us or like find us on just Twitter. text me, bro. Text just us. Text you me. know, let us know. Give us feedback. We wanna we, we wanna make a show that's catered to you, and we want something that, that yeah. you're gonna that you're we, going to enjoy. We do this because we want to have fun, but we only can have fun if our audience is enjoying what they're listening to. Yeah, of course. A little more interactive. Also, want to preface this might have been a little like a, a morbid episode to start back on, but this is what going on in the world guys so yeah. i'll let you know go tell someone you love them today someone that yeah, really definitely. means a lot to you you know um but that's gonna do it for us make sure you guys follow us on all of our social medias that's skis ski sketty seems sketchy Stop. pod S- on instagram and twitter <laughs> um i didn't stutter i just mixed up the words I did the- uh follow me at kbury 63 on instagram and twitter make sure you check out my my twitter, i was about though. to say i'm be promoting a lot of stuff i have got a lot of stuff coming up Kyle's got pipeline some, i'm be on the radio built up some clout last I, time if you're listening you. from emerson um Tune in eight to nine on uh, WECB.fm uh, for the Boston Beat, a show that my friend Grace and I are doing. Yeah. Um, we're going to be playing a lot of like Boston artists. We're going to be interviewing Boston artists. It's going to be really cool. Uh, if you want to hear that out, if you want to hear more of that beautiful voice, check it out. Yeah, you can also hear me on eighty-eight point nine WRS on Wednesday mornings. Exactly. Okay, like the morning. Well, you, it would have already passed by the time this is uploaded, but that's besides the point. Garo, at Garo Baz, Instagram and Twitter, guys. Whoever's still listening, whoever still cares about Baz. It's, I'm I'm busy, but we're coming. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I need a graphic designer. No, like, <laughs> serious inquiries only. Serious inquiries only. You're, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna pay like twenty bucks. It's gonna be the headline. That's gonna be the name of the show. But episode thirty three, serious inquiries only. I need, a, I need a graphic designer. <laughs> serious inquiries only. That would be funny. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Oh yeah. Well, I guess I will. Oh, schedule, that, schedule, scheduling, new schedule. So we're recording. I've mentioned it multiple times on the show but we're now recording on tuesdays and we're gonna upload on wednesdays just I because of our better. schedules but also yeah. it will help us give us more time to do like reviews when albums come out and uh not like when it's five days after it comes out yeah you, you know, know we'll be a little like a week more after it comes out yeah, yeah no seriously um so yeah uh we're gonna be uploading on wednesdays now uh, so be on the lookout we'll Woo. obviously be plugging them with our annoying instagram posts and whatnot but yeah you love that so we'll catch you guys next Next week. Next, next with, week, yeah. With, I don't know what's coming out, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have something. Out. We're content kings. All right. All right. See you guys. See you.